Hi, welcome to The Guinea Pig. I'm Dr. Mariam Zamani, an oculoplastic surgeon and aesthetic doctor. And I'm Fiona Golfer, a writer and journalist. I'm no stranger to a cosmetic procedure, and I'm willing to try pretty much anything. Which is why I'm here to make sure Fiona and anyone else that's out there considering a treatment to help make a better informed decision safely and to try and collect as much information as they can. Every fortnight, this podcast comes to you from Mariam's Clinic in Chelsea. If you're looking for an honest, no-holds-barred approach to invasive and non-invasive cosmetic surgery, then the guinea pig is here to help you. Hi, everyone. We're delighted to be back in the clinic after lockdown number two of 2020. And we're feeling very festive. It's Christmas Eve. And what could be more festive whilst you're peeling your Brussels sprouts than a chat about facial treatments? Mariam. I'm going to be giving my review of that lovely old therapy session I had with you last time I was here, which was a bit painful, to say the least. But actually, and I know this is a bit naughty, but can we just talk about, have you been watching The Undoing? Oh my God, best series ever. Well. Yes, I have. And actually, you know why I watched it? Besides the fact that I've heard it was very good. The day after it was released, I would have a number of patients, probably half of my patients, come in and comment about Nicole Kidman. She's such a gorgeous woman, like such this physique, her her statuesque appearance and her porcelain skin. Very I natural. know this sounds a bit starfucky because I know her quite well and have done for many, many years. I don't see her more than kind of like once every few years but when I do see her we kind of go out for a drink and I met her interviewing her for Vogue and we kind of became friends because she worked on a play that my husband was producing and we kind of got to know each other and over the years we see each other and what I would say about her is that up close and personal and I go in literally you know I talk about a deep lean in because I'm so curious that skin has never seen the light of day it's never seen sunshine I'm curious to what else she's done because obviously she's from Australia right yeah she's from Australia she's never seen the sun in comes from Australia is a pretty big she will have grown up with that whole Australian culture of you know sunblock generation no not the sunblock generation she's in her 50s what sunblock generation no but I think she was very much brought up like she's her family is super sporty her whole life was about hiking with her dad but she has always kept because she's got that the color of her hair actually in that show is probably the nearest to her natural color I've ever seen it the blonde is not you know if if anyone who remembers Nicole Kidman at the beginning of her career it was like huge and curly and red hair that beautiful curls yeah so she has a redhead skin but what's going on in that skin what's keeping it so dewy I'm obviously speculating because I do not know anything. <laughs> yeah, hypothetically, I think she's probably had a lower facelift, which fair enough. I mean, she's in her 50s. Her hair is always around her, so it's, it would be very difficult to sort of judge that on a television show nonetheless. I think she's probably had fat transfer. I'm not sure where they would have gotten the fat from because she is so slender. But I found the area around her mouth to be, it's the thing that stuck out because her skin is beautiful, mm-hmm. is dewy. Of course, she's done, you know, some treatments to help some, things like Profilo, any sort of high, you know, hyaluronic acid injections, mesotherapy, those types of things. But I do also think that she's had something physically injected into the skin because the area around her mouth, it was either too much filler or too much fat or 
can you make a mouth wider? I yes. mean, that's you well, can. One, you can <gasps> if you've pulled too much. You know, you're you can pull that skin, and that's why people have those elongated horizontally mouth. This is all hypothetical. Yeah. Even it, though I felt her hair should have had a credit as a best supporting. Oh role. my god, her hair was amazing. But I heard they're extensions. They're all extensions. Yes, <gasps> I've, I've been there when she's having her hair done, and it's very. I mean, that was sort of blonde. But anybody who goes out who in that in that world has probably has extensions but that was that hair was kind of brilliant but it changed so much so one minute she'd be saying something and the next minute there'd be a scene change and her hair would have been retonged within an inch of its i kind of think the danger with her is that 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 role was so much about style that you lost what she was doing because you were so busy like looking at the hair and the skin and oh, the face no, and no, the you did all of that but that's why it was so beautiful because it was a distraction I, I like the costumes and i like the world and i like the I forgot his name now. We've Sutherland. become a review show. Donald Sutherland. Oh, his my. eyebrows. I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> I mean, do you think anyone would ever say to him, shall we trim those babies? You know what? I love him. And I loved him in this role, too. I loved it. I, I love Shit's Creek. Oh, if you want, you know if you want something like fabulous Creek. and that, real. That's funny and And, and funny and heartfelt. But this I felt like I'd invested a lot. I mean, it was all good. And we were all on the we phone to each other saying, who did it? Yes. Who did it? Anyway, enough about them. Let's get on to talking about me. So what did you think about Althera? I thought Althera was actually great. It was painful, but not as painful as it was when I first did it 10 years ago. So I think it's definitely a new gen Althera. I do think, as we discussed, it's eye-wateringly expensive. But I have noticed that well today's really not the day to ask me about how i feel about my skin but on the whole i see a sort of tightening i think i think it's a good treatment if you've got some money to burn and you want to have a bit of a go at something i wouldn't say i would spend my last pennies on it well no it's not meant for that it's really meant for the person who doesn't want to be a surgical candidate and is not interested in having surgery and would like to have something that will help tighten um and firm that area i think it's great for the jawline and the and the neck really for that the thing is i see you so frequently and i it's hard it's been a month it's been a month it'll still continue to work i mean the, the best results are really at three months um you have a good jawline but it helps just to keep tightening it so to, to be fair, I, you know we have to really evaluate it, it at three to six months. Three to six months, and then and also with photos, it's never meant to replace surgery. But I do think that for many candidates, it's the best alternative to having a lower face or neck lift. So maybe something to think about when you're in your. Th- late 30s early 40s yeah I think that's the perfect time yeah so I did it when I was 40 and then I did it again at 45 yeah I think that would be effective I think from I mean I'm 58 so you know I'm so far (laughs) I'm so far gone but I except you look like you're 48 I probably look yeah yeah one facelift one Althea and god knows how many peels (laughs) later (laughs) I should look 25 did you find it that it was painful afterwards? No, I felt there were areas of my face, possibly around the edge more than anywhere, that felt a little bit sensitive, like nerve endy. But the, when you but touched your face, but not, but face. not when you were talking or no, you know eating or Absolutely. anything. Yeah, from the minute I left, and there was no kind of, oh, there was no high bruising, or, bruising no. or anything. Is that what you would have expected? Well, I did expect it because I'd had it done before. So when you did it, didn't there wasn't a downtime afterwards. And that's one of the, you know, so if you do have a facelift, folks, let me tell you from experience, is you basically don't move for about four weeks after you've had it. So this is a very kind of um, quick fix solution. It takes a while to kick in, but there is no downtime to it. It is actually really popular in my clinic for those people who are not interested in having surgery or not ready. And their surgeon says they're not 
ready to have surgery yet. So how many people ask for it here? I probably do between two and five a week. Really? I mean, not every week, but for the most part, it is pretty, it's pretty common for those people who really want to combat that jolly bit. I think for me in my patients, I think that those people who come in for that little bit of jolliness, it works the best. And also for people who have thicker, heavy skin that, you know, really drags them down. I think that's a really nice treatment for them. But it's interesting because, you know, we talk about the kind of things that we do here and I would be devastated if anybody ever said, you look like you've done I'm very happy to be open about it. But the first person who said to me, who might say to me, okay, enough, you look done, I would definitely stop for quite a long period. I do not want to look done. I don't want to I look. agree with that. Yeah. I mean, people assume I do a lot because of what I do. Yeah. And actually, I was just joking with a doctor a couple of weeks ago that... I hadn't even found time to do my own Botox. I have since, because it's about to be Christmas, I did do my own Botox, but it had been such a long time. You know, I haven't done Profilo in forever because mm. I just, I, I don't know why. I, I seem well, like to... Well, it's been busy, this period of, it has of, been. of enforced lockdown. I've never been as busy, so it's a weird time. It is. So I think everybody likes to have little tweaks. And fortunately, I am not, I was not in lockdown at home on Zooms because then all I would focus on are my eyes. <laughs> but that's really what the Althera is for and all of these sorts of treatments. Mm. They're little things. They're, they're never going to be hopefully dramatic like that. I would definitely recommend it to somebody thinking about doing something and not wanting to have a, a, a facelift. I would say that it's, it's effective. Well, we'll see. We'll, be, we'll come back to you in a couple of months about this, but that's we'll how I felt back. about it. More about me. Because okay. <laughs> it's that kind of day. Yes. Is that I'm feeling absolutely dreadful because I feel like I've woken up and my face is covered in kind of rosacea, pustulating, and it really, really affects, it really kind of taps into the way that I feel about myself. I feel very vulnerable and incredibly spotty and... And rosacea gives me little kind of spots all over the face, which I popped this morning and then I couldn't yeah, really don't cover do that. with makeup. Guys, don't do that. Why not burst the spots? Let's start with that. Well, because you create more inflammation and irritation to the skin. And so that spot that might have gone away in 24 hours might take, you know, 72 hours to even longer. You know, you have lighter skin, but in someone who has darker skin, you could even cause post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation. You could have prolonged redness in that area. So, I mean, it's really disheartening, I know, to look, wake up and see those spots on your face. They're really small. It's best to get medication and have some treatment other than picking at them because then it just takes longer for it to go away. It's like you feel happy because you, you know, you deflated it, but in long term, in the, in the short long term, even it's, it takes longer to go away. And I think it's flared up because a lot of stress, you have a lot of stuff going on. It was locked down. You have a new store. You have, I mean, you're writing like crazy. You you have the podcast with me. So, you know, there's a lot going on. It's normal. And it's almost Christmas. So it's so interesting because three days ago I I looked in the mirror and I thought it's looking okay. And this morning I woke up and it's just everywhere. And it made me kind of angry to have to go out of the house with it. It made me angry to have to cake it in makeup because that always makes me feel But you didn't have any makeup on because we just did a very quick IPL on you to help with some of the redness. And I cleaned her face and you didn't really have... I mean, well, my, my idea of a quite a lot okay. Of makeup. Her idea of a lot of makeup was like not even having you know tinted moisturizer on. So there was like literally nothing on your skin. But that's okay. You know, you have to remember rosacea is an inflammatory condition that waxes and wanes, and so you're you're never going to get it under con- 
complete control. And there are some days it's going to be better than others. And some days it's going to be worse. And there are obviously, you can seek help with a dermatologist to have, you know, some antibiotic ointments, some topical treatments, but also maybe some oral medication to help bring it under control. But you shouldn't be so hard hard on yourself. It's really not as bad as you think it is. If you're not used to having things like that, then it kind of comes as a bit of a shock. And luckily I'm here with Mariam, who's written me a prescription. What have you written me a prescription for? So I've put you on a low dose of antibiotics for three months, which Fiona gets from me routinely and never actually <laughs> fills. So hopefully, you no, know, that, that's the problem is that you have this for like 24, 48 hours and then it goes away and then you're like, oh, forget about it. I'm not going to take the antibiotics. Oh. So I get it. Um, but sometimes, you know, if you have persistent inflammation, then, you, you know, you kind of have to nip it in the bud. So what can we do for me today as I'm sitting here feeling a bit vulnerable? My skin feels a bit dry and sore and not happy. Today, my jeans feel too tight. It's not good. I know. It's, it's, n- it's not a good day today. So today we're going to do the Aqua Gold Fine Touch. This is a sort of like a very small microneedling device that helps infuse topical ingredients into it through these little micro channels, essentially. So there are different kinds of um, serums that you can place. The one that I've done for you today is extremely hydrating. It also has a little bit of Botox in it, which helps with redness, with facial flushing. So generally you would do, if you're doing it for more than just, you know, hydration, mesotherapy type of treatment, and you're doing it with a Botox, then and you're doing it for facial flushing, you'd want to do one a month for three months. But it's a really nice treatment. It's not painful, but it's not necessarily pleasant either you know so it does have a little bit of you know you feel the little prickliness yours will be filled with hyaluronic acid you're going to have some antioxidants in there and then you're also going to have some peptides and as i said a little bit of botox and you might be pink a little bit more flushed or pink for an hour or two but then it settles down really quite quickly and all those little micro columns of injury that you're causing help stimulate collagen production you're getting um, the nutrients you know slightly put into the skin it's very light meso treatment on top of it and of course you know you need to have sunblock if you're going to be using it but otherwise it's it's just really nice to use sometimes i mix this with prp which is platelet rich mm-hmm. plasma where you draw the blood and then you spin it and then you put the platelet rich plasma back into it as a mechanism you know Could some you people mix this call up this with profilo profilo is too large it wouldn't get into the skin the way that it needs to so profilo really needs to be injected into the skin not uh, this is too superficial yeah but is it doing kind of what profile yes, does but at a more exactly okay. at, a, at a higher level like a more superficial level this is more superficial okay this is what gives people like that gluey a glowy, dewy, exactly. Um, sort of look to them without having much downtime. So you know, there's nothing going into the skin. So for somebody who wants to have like a nice pick me up, wants to have a nice treatment done, it's a really quick fix that gives you a really beautiful complexion. Cool. I recommend this for anybody who's looking to have that dewy, beautiful skin without much downtime. Um, so you know, a day before a party, or even you know, the in, in a day, in a couple of days, 48 hours before. It just really gives you that gluey dough, a gluey, a gluey dewy look. <laughs> oh my god, a I dewy, can't see. A dewy, dewy, glowy look. look. Yeah. No, I'm really up for it. I'm, I'm up for anything that's going to make me dewy and glowy. I wish I was feeling that on the inside, but if I can't feel it on the inside, let's go for the outside. <laughs> well, that's this is a really no. This is this will be really nice. It'll give you a little pick me up, um, and hopefully you'll have a little bit less flushing on the face with the Botox that has gone inside. You'll feel a little bit more hydrated. It is freezing outside. So it's nice to have a little bit of hydration.
hydration between the, the heating system and the cold air outside. No, I'd love so. that. Should we do it and then see how we feel? We sure. can talk about what it felt like afterwards. Sure. Okay, we can do it. So right now I have put a solution within this system called the Aqua Gold, which has gold, as the name says, needles that go very superficially into the top layers of the skin. I'm infusing a little bit of botulinum toxin, a little bit of vitamins, minerals, hyaluronic acid um, to really help brighten the skin. It's a little uncomfortable. It's like, it almost feels like a little stamp that I'm doing in a circular motion on the forehead. I think the forehead is the most sensitive area having done this myself. It gets better on the fleshier bits. But which is good to know. Yeah. It feels painful in a sort of bearably unpainful way, but it feels quite like exactly what my own described lots of needles. And now we're going in under my eyes, and that's already much on, better on my cheekbones. So that's already much better. Um, the skin lot, is very thin, right? On the forehead, yes, the skin, and also they have the bone right there. Yeah. So, actually, I also want to say that a lot of people do have numbing before this, so you can have a little bit of we have not numbed Fiona's face. <laughs> You know, so just why, to be why on the nice. want to improve anything the way this day's going. <laughs> I just thought of that right now. I'm really sorry. Yeah, for thanks you. for that. <laughs> I've only been here an hour. <laughs> but we were going to do something else. We decided not to do the more it's torturous okay. treatment. I feel there's some kind of. I, it's a payback day. There's some comic. Oh no, no. Comic. You know what? You're going to call me in tomorrow, and you're going to say, you know, my skin just looks good. Well, I see it in a media. Yeah, so you'll, you'll see it. You'll see it. Why can you not put this on my lips? I know um, I always you know, ask I this can, question. I can put it. I, I can want stamp my lips it. to be. Dewy. I can do it. I can put it on your lips. It's a little uncomfortable. I might put a little bit of numbing cream on your lips because remember, these are little tiny needles. She's only saying that because she wants the public to think that she's <laughs> kind. Kind. <laughs> Um, I don't think that numbing cream, we ran out of numbing cream fee. No numbing cream in the entire Cadogan Clinic. Oh my God, what we do. Do you celebrate? Do you have a tree in your house? Do I celebrate because I'm Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. We can we can let them know I'm Jewish, Mary. It's fine. Do you um, celebrate? My parents celebrated any available holiday <laughs> when I was but growing you, up. So like we had tree Christmas tree. Yeah. And, okay. We do. Although I must say, now that I have a little store in Cornwall, just saying everybody, we're online, um, and it's called The Little Shop. You can come <laughs> no and have a look. or anything like um, that. But it's um, really cute, actually. It's very cute, my little shop. But I haven't done anything Christmassy in there because I want, I want people to buy things that are forever things, not Christmas things. So I haven't done any Christmas decoration. I've done very, very beautiful kind of dried flower wreaths. They're really stunning. Are those raw you, dried flower that yeah, you Yeah, it's all dried flower grown at a friend of mine's farm and she makes these very sustainable. So it's sustainable. Store. I just didn't want to be kind of a shiny Christmas uh, or wrap, shiny Christmas wrapping paper. So we it do beautiful really wax wrong. brown paper and we do beautiful wax stamps and beautiful. seals. Yeah, so my Christmas tree this year is going to be all dried flowers. So I dry um, hydrangeas that I grow in my garden in Cornwall. And then I have these dried flower balls. And I'm going to put just all dried flowers through my Christmas tree. Hmm. Hydrangeas are are the emblem and the logo for MZ Skin. You see? I knew there was something else. Something connects us. We have something in common, which is reassuring. And um, yeah, so that's that's. And do you do you have a Christmas tree? I have a big Christmas tree. Do you? So, I grew up. I'm obviously Muslim. Um, well, not obviously. I'm I'm I am. 
And um, we're like I, a multi-denominational <laughs> show here. Aren't we? we are. And I was really upset when I was younger. I didn't have a Christmas tree. And then finally, my parents gave in. I remember this. I had a little tiny fake Christmas tree in my bedroom with multicolored lights, and like that really tacky, cheesy <laughs> tinsel, like mm-hmm. the really the silver and gold one. And oh my God, I thought that was like the most amazing thing ever. So I have absolutely like decided that I am going to have a nice Christmas tree. I I even go to midnight mass sometimes here in the, if I happen to be in London because it's just so beautiful. And yeah, I have a nice Christmas tree. Wreath, you know, the whole thing. The whole, the whole nine yards. nine yards. The whole kit and caboodle. Yes. But I love it, and I, you know, I think that always, like, anything that, that's good to celebrate in life, you should celebrate, you know, so um, I'm not so into necessarily, like, all the gifts. I mean, of course, when you're young, you need to have gifts, because that's exciting, and you're, you know, you're a kid, but it's just nice to have something beautiful to look at, and have everybody together, and that's it. There are some very nice beauty Christmas presents Lots. to give. I'm giving Molly, my daughter... The um, S skincare because it's probiotic skincare range, which I've talked about a few times on this show. I love the idea of rewilding your skin. Yeah. So it's all these sort of it's all the benefit of kind of um, probiotics, and it kind of treats your skin like you would treat your gut if you were having kind of kimchi. I guess it's the same. Same sort of thing. Same sort of thing. She's got very... Um, I think it's really nice if you... Like, I think beauty should be complimentary. So as much as I'm into doing this or using... No, you need to be able to maintain things at home. Yeah. Absolutely. This is nice little pick-me-up. Yeah. This is not... You don't do nothing at home and then come in here and have little treatments done. That's that's no, I think, not the and, best idea. And I think for young people, like Molly has a lactose intolerance and so she has to be very careful what she eats. And there's something for me that ties into the idea of plant-based skincare younger you know she'll need she'll need stronger health as she gets older I feel but I think it's nice for her to use those very clean products right now and I think it's as much a mental thing as anything you know I think that there's a sort of placebo effect I think that you feel that you're being clean in your body clean in your skincare it makes such a difference yeah it makes such a difference I believe in placebo yeah Okay, well done. I'd like there to be a placebo effect where I believe that chocolate makes me thinner. (laughs) (laughs) I would like the placebo effect of that as well. I'd like to say, I wish I could just say that I work out and therefore I have no fat on my body. I could say that for you. She works out, therefore she has no fat on her body. Whereas my idea of working out is 300 shoes. Mm-hmm. I've eaten so... I think the second lockdown was much harder for lots I, of... I agree. Lots of people. And I... My food was kind of like... I'm not going to beat myself up about it, but... I was driving with my husband yesterday and I was like, Malteser? And he nearly swerved off the motorway. We, just, <laughs> we were in that garage. Maltesers, fruit and nuts... And then I thought, well, I'd need something sweet to offset the chocolate. So I got some fruit pastels. And anyway, I went to bed feeling so sick. No wonder my skin's had a nervous breakdown this morning. (laughs) No wonder. Well, you are finished. Thank you. So that felt, folks, in the time that we've been chatting, which was about five minutes, that felt completely bearably prickly. You were chatting with me. Yeah. And and our audience. (laughs) I think the chatting... Uh, the chatting helps a lot. I yeah. do chat a lot with my patients yeah. in general. So you're a little pink. Okay, I look really, I've got to go to an event now. I look, I look unbelievable color. 
and I'm wearing a very attractive sort of stretchy hairband. My hair is standing on end. I'll take the head down. Oh, God. There you go. Where's the old me? How does your skin feel? My now? skin feels prickly and sort of fizzy, not sore, fizzy. Would you say that's the right feeling, Marianne? Yeah, it tingles, tingles, fizzes, tingles. Luckily, somebody who knows a lot about skin is about to come and be our next guest, so he won't be too scared of me. I will let you know how my skin's looked tomorrow. Yeah, I think give it 24 hours. Watch this space. That's all for today, guys. If you are listening to this on Christmas Eve, I hope that you have a very happy, healthy, festive end to 2020. Yeah, happy Christmas to you, everybody. And thank you so much for listening to us. Don't forget to rate us if you're in the mood and leave us a nice review. It does help. It's very nice of you. And we'll be back in two weeks. In the meantime, check out our Insta at The Guinea Pig Podcast and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. The guinea pig provides unbiased information to those who may be considering cosmetic surgery or even trialling a non-invasive treatment or product. We do not endorse the use of any product or procedure featured in this podcast and are not responsible for the outcome of any of the treatments featured on this podcast or damage caused in connection with any treatments or products. Should you decide to try any of the procedures, treatments or products mentioned in any episode of The Guinea Pig, you do so at your own risk. Always consult an independent and fully qualified medical professional if you are considering embarking on a medical procedure, irrespective of whether it's an invasive or non-invasive procedure.